Westplex 107.1, AM 1350 crap, and a, a 104.5 KSOQ. Throw it in for a good measure. What do we have? We have the morning show. And you know what? I don't know what's going on. The audio's way out of balance again. I have no idea what's going on. You know what I'm talking about? I don't. Left channel's hot. Probably about 560 dB. I hate when the left channel is hot. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. I adjusted over the weekend. I got something that's dying. That's what it is. A piece of equipment that's dying. Isn't that terrible when you have that? I hate that. What which piece of equipment? I don't know. It's something in the air chain. It's it might even be this board. It might be the board might be a DA. I, I don't know exactly what it is. Anyway, oh, that's no fun. Yeah, I got it. Well, see, Mike Otten turned me on to this Friday morning that uh, one channel was down on this station. And you know what? He's such an audiophile. I, I need to go check it in the KSOQ studio to see where we're at in that. Anyway, that's technical stuff. Don't want to bore you with that. Okay, today is Tuesday. Today is going to be the last day we do a two-hour show. Not that I'm going on vacation or Shelly's going on vacation. Actually, <laughs> you're talking to a guy. If I told you what I'm doing tomorrow and Thursday, I'm working harder than I normally work. For two days and then on friday we'll be back but we'll only be oh tomorrow we'll be here for an hour between six and seven if that's okay are you up for just an hour tomorrow sure okay and then an hour on friday morning sure okay um i'll explain that to you later i th- although i think you know what i'm up to right i do okay so uh this will be the last time we'll do a two-hour show and it's interesting because for I'm li- this week for this week yes and i'm listening to other radio stations and Already there are people, well, today's my last show, and I will be back on December 20th. And I go, what? <laughs> That's like a month. Well, think. Who think, takes a month vacay? Well, think think of this like uh, right now as far as education is concerned. If we were like one of, a, what, 12, 15 school districts in the St. Louis area right now, like Hazelwood. Yeah. Uh, they're off this entire week. They get nine days off. Nine days I mean, I don't, I'm still scratching my head on that. I don't understand that whole thing. I really don't. I mean, and not because of the fact that I don't want to make it look, you know, I'm a workaholic, so you should be a workaholic too. Although I'm not a workaholic. You know, people who... You really work, kind of are. I'm not. If, if you're... Brad, you are the hard-workingest man I've met, but, ever. But the problem with that is that I'm not, I don't consider myself a workaholic because... Unlike an alcohol, you know, alcohol, alcoholic, I could stop. I mean, literally, I mean, if, if someone said to me, hey, you know, uh, we're taking the radio stations away from you, and I'm going, okay, fine, I'm done, you know, and, and I'd be done. And I'd, you know, go and lay on the beach somewhere for a while, and then I'd come back and figure out what I would do with the rest of my life, you know. I mean, I don't have to have work every day. But the crazy thing is that most of the things I do, I enjoy. So it's not like torture. You know, I mean, I enjoy being on the air with you. Then we get off the air. Then, you know, the, you and I are turning the salespeople. We're trying to sell advertising. Uh, I you throat know. punch you every <laughs> on occasion. Right. You know, anyway. Man, all sorts of stuff in the news. This this Tucker Carlson interview last night with Kyle Rittenhouse. Um, I don't know. I mean, this this whole thing. And can I say it right now? Can I make my 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 observation, which nobody has said. Nobody has said this so far. And I don't want to say Well... Kyle Rittenhouse shot three white dudes. Kyle is white. And nobody said anything about, I mean, and everybody said, well, not everybody, like, he's, a, he's a white supremacist. I still haven't figured that out. You know, if, if I'm a white guy and I beat up a bunch of white guys, how does that make me a white supremacist? You know what I mean? 
I mean, I don't understand that whole thing. If I go out and beat up a bunch of Asian people and a bunch of black people and a bunch of Asian people, uh, you know, are, are Indians, you know, indigenous Indians, yeah, I'm a white supremacist because I'm saying I'm a better guy because I'm white. But yet the dude in Wickershaw can mow down all these white people and he's black and nobody says anything about that. I'm going like, okay, I don't quite understand. You know what I mean? I mean, why is that? Does he get a special pass or something like that? You know what I'm saying? And I'm and I'm not trying because to because be, that's how the media is skewed. Well, I'm not trying it. to be a jerk when I say that. It's to the point where you know, and and to the point where every single day in the city of St. Louis, there's not a day that goes by, and this is indicative of other other major metros as well too, black and black crime every single day, every single day, and yet, well, nobody says anything about that. But you know, white guy getting a fight with a black guy. And give them a black eye. Oh my God, that's 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 racial. You know, that's racial. Okay, I don't quite understand it. I don't understand it. And I've been around a long time, <laughs> and, and I I certainly I understand some things. I understand some things really well, but there are other things I have no idea about. Oh boy, last night, uh, you know, it was cold yesterday, and. It really was cold. It was cold yesterday. Uh, Jennifer will be long. What's her name again? Jennifer? Jennifer Wojcicki. She will be. And it's Wojcicki? Wojcicki? I can't never get it right. That's one Wojcicki? Wojcicki. Is, is there an N in there? I'm sorry? Is there an N in there right now? Wojcicki? No. Like, no. like C-H-I-N? Wojcicki. Okay. 27 degrees officially at the airport right now. Supposed to be 52 tomorrow uh, today. Uh, tomorrow, 61. And then on Turkey Day, 54. And then it gets cold again. Where, Although not, not bad. Friday, 45. Saturday, 55. Uh, Sunday, 52. What is it Wednesday? Tomorrow, 61. Cloudy. And then the rest of the week, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the highs are all going to be, except for Friday, the highs are going to be all in the 50s. Friday is going to be like 48. And it's going to be partly cloudy. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, according to this. So anyway, it looks, you know, as far as shopping is concerned, uh, it looks good. Now, have you been, have you been in, are, are you like, what are you doing on Thanksgiving? Are you cooking? Or like somebody cooking for you? What's the deal on that? Uh, Deerbergs would be cooking for us. <laughs> I don't cook. <laughs> do, they, do, they, do they, do they, you get all the pre-cooked stuff, like the pre-cooked turkey and all that stuff? Yeah, but you, it's really, that's a misnomer actually, because you, you actually have to cook it for two hours. But it's like, it's sort of like what they call, like in, remember there was a term you used to hear all the time, like in pizzas, was they called it par-bake. Remember that? There was a big term. You ever heard that before? No. Yeah, there was a thing called par-baking. And I know there were, there were like a, there were a couple pizza places in the St. Louis area that we, we par-bake your pizza, which means like they, they, they did Partially like. bake it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like you're sort of talking oh, about, you par. know. Oh, par. Yeah. Par. Okay. You know, P-A-R. Hi, I'm Shirley Barr. No, par. Here, let me see if there's an official definition of that. Par baking. Because, I, like I said, I know it was a deal that there was one pizza chain, which I liked. And, once again, uh, par baking. Par baking is But the, you really want to know what I'm doing on Wednesday? Oh, let me, let me, let me do I this. I mean, on, on oh, Thanksgiving? Let me just do this. Par baking, also known as blind baking, is the process of baking a crust before filling it with fruit, custard, pudding, Pudding or ice cream. Sometimes it's a quick around fifteen minutes just to ensure a crisp crust. That's that's with pizza. But anyway, yeah. What are you doing on Wednesday? So Scott Ellinger of the Brass Rail fame. Yeah. Every Thanksgiving he puts together um, Thanksgiving meals for the less fortunate or people who need it. Right. And uh, he's doing that again this year. And um, so I go there. I don't. 
I go there and I do a Facebook Live. I've done it every year. So you do that all day Wednesday? I don't do it all day. I do it when um, the the cars are lined around the building. So that's because thir- this is all volunteer. That's Thursday then, right? It is Thursday. Yes. Okay. It's all volunteer. Um, Chris Highfill and his uh, church family are over there. Uh, as are is the Caps program in St. Charles, and they're over there last night and tonight, portioning things out. Wow. So and that, it can just be a, a, a grab and go. Remember, we used to have those meetings there. What was the uh, the, the the top meeting? Uh, the O'Fallon Partnership. We used to have. Wasn't that the O'Fallon Partnership that we it had, was? We had it our was meetings on Thursdays. There? Right, right. No, that's a lie. It was on Tuesdays in the evening. Right, and we had it in that one room where you go in the front door, off to the left of uh, the brass rail. Yes, like where their meat, and where their meat market is. He actually um, has re re kind of revamped that room and made it. Um, it's not a it's not a steak prime steakhouse anymore. Well, it was it, it wasn't a steakhouse when you went in the, the 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 room. It was like where they had their meat market. You could buy meats. They had right, meat it's not that way anymore. They took that out. He did, and he put this big. It's it's more of a an occasion room. Oh, so like you. He's really it, done a lot of changes there. Like actually. like a party room kind of thing where you can rent it, like, it for like birthday parties and things like that. It is. That's sort of cool. Hey, that man, that sweet man. It was um, was it David's birthday? But it was it was sometime this month, and um, yeah, it was his birthday, and um, so David actually went came out. Um, I don't know a lot of people that don't know that know or don't know this, but my husband had to have his leg amputated because he was ill, and um. But it's really been a refreshing change because he's no longer in pain like he was. Anyway, so we had to go out to to dinner and um, we went to the Brass Rail and they held that room open for us. It was lovely. That's nice. Very nice. It was very nice. We're going to take a break. We'll be back at 627. By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 1071. It's not my birthday. Westplex 107. <laughs> Every time I play that song, the smartest woman in the world says, I'm playing it for somebody. And I'm not. I'm just playing it because it comes up in rotation. And quite, quite honestly, it's one of my favorite songs. And quite honestly, it's an edited version that I put together. It's not the original version. God, that's gotten so crazy with all these different versions of songs. Can I tell you something weird? What? I listen to, you know, we play that new Walker Hayes song, uh, like, uh, what is it, uh, Fancy Like That. Um, yeah, yeah, and it's and it's got, it's got Kesha in it. Yeah, I was listening to American Top Forty over the weekend with Ryan Seacrest, and they're playing the country version. They're not playing the Kesha version, which I thought that was sort of weird. That is kind of odd. You know, I mean, they would. You know, I thought for sure that like if they're playing an, an AT Forty, it would be like the the you know the mainstream version because there's so many songs like that now that like for example the uh, the Gabby uh, the Gabby and the Charlie Puth song. Uh, where, uh, you know, on the country version, it's just Gabby, and in the top 40 version, it's Gabby and Charlie, and, you know, that kind of thing. But anyway, I just thought it was weird. God, you know what? I don't mean to sound like I'm criticizing Ryan Seacrest all the time. That show has gotten so boring. 
It used to be so good with Casey Kasem, even Shadow Stevens. Remember Shadow Stevens? No, I don't. But it's hard to go up against a memory. Yeah, but the problem with 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 what they're doing now is that I think that he's just so busy. He's just laying down voice tracks. I mean, they're literally putting him in a studio, and they're saying, okay, Ryan, we're going to knock out the entire Today American... is the top 40. Right, we're going to... Tomorrow is... Well, no, no. I mean, later today, you know, because he, he still does he still does the morning show in L.A., which is sort of interesting because, you know, he's now the, the third-rated show in L.A. You know who's the number-rated show? Who? His former sidekick, Ellen. Ellen Kay, who used to be his sidekick on his show. She's really good. And she's the number one rated morning show in L.A. now. So he's number three. Kind of like me. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're better than Ellen Kay. Ellen Kay could, could use, you know, you could school her. You could, you could, you could teach her some things. Good answer. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I, I had a discussion <laughs> with somebody the other day, and they said, wow, you have to have that deep voice to be in radio. I go, not anymore. They don't want that anymore. They want, like, they want everybody to sound like Ryan Seacrest. Hi, I'm Ryan. I'm a 16-year-old kid, and I'm on the radio. Yeah, I'm a young guy. Now, he's got a very young-sounding voice. God, Ryan's, what, mid-40s now or something like that, 45? How old is he? How old do you think he is? Uh, 43. 43 to 46. Let's take a look here. Ryan, the old Wikipedia, Ryan Seacrest, S-E-A, Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest is... 46, born in 74. December December 24th, day before Christmas. My one son was born December 23rd. Uh, December 24th, 1974. 46, and he's from Atlanta, Georgia. Do you know that? You know how he got his start in radio? I don't. He did the announcements at his high school. Aw. You know, and and I don't think they do that anymore. Do they have, like, kids doing the announcements and stuff like that? I would hope they would because it's a it's a skill that they're learning. Yeah, and some of them are, aren't very good at it. Early life and childhood. Seacrest was born in December in Atlanta, George, son of Constance Marie Zollinger, a homemaker, and Gary Lee Seacrest, a real estate lawyer. His father served as a lieutenant in the U.S. Army, and his grandfather, Henry Gene Skeen, was a major general in the U.S. Army. His mother told the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, instead of playing with G.I. Joes or Cowboys and Indians, Ryan would always have a little microphone and do shows in the house. Wow. Sounds sort of kinky, right? <laughs> well, the boy definitely knew what he wanted at a very young age. Well, you know, he's it's interesting. He set high goals for himself, and he said, as a young kid, I remember hearing this story about him, he wanted to meet Dick Clark, and poor Dick's been gone for a while, but um, he wanted to meet Dick Clark, ultimately became like a business partner with Dick Clark. So not only did he meet him, he went into business with him. And I think, at one, cool. I think at one point in time, he tried to buy Dick Clark's company, you know, that did all the TV specials. Dick Clark did a lot of the, remember the him and Ed McMahon would do the award? Yes, the, I do. They did the blooper shows, and they did an it award show. It was a shows. life staple. Right. I mean, that was like old network TV. God, you just don't see that kind of stuff anymore. Just don't no. see it anymore. It's just like gone. I mean, you know. And everything that they said could not be said today. Well, th- if you want to see some stuff that you could never say, go TV back. Land. No, go back and look at some of these old roasts where they roast Dean Martin. I know, oh, right? Oh, my God. Talk about politically incorrect. Wow. And they got, who's who's a, um, they got Nipsey Russell. The black guy, and they're making fun yes, of him. You know, yes, they're, they're I making him. they're making fun of him. You know, and you know, and do like you know, like hey, 
Only only, only people like Nipsey can do stuff like that. And go like, whoa, you couldn't get away with that anymore. You'd have you'd have no, Corey you Bush, Bush coming after you. It's like the Carol Burnett show. Well, yeah. And, it's and like what, Archie, we were talking about this the other day. It's like Archie Bunker's chair is in the Smithsonian. So now that if they haven't deemed him, they will. Him completely inappropriate for today's day and age. Well... You're right. Are they going to take his chair out? Right. It's things like that. That, And you know what's sad about that is? that I do know what's sad about well, it. Well, it's to the point where satire sometimes is more biting and can make changes more than protesting. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But what happened to free speech? I don't it's, know. It's gone. <laughs> it is gone. There's certain things you can't talk about it's anymore. It's like the, the very principles that we were... That we were raised on well, are all... Remember remember the thing we went to last week? Caleb's they're thing. not there or they're illegal. Remember Caleb's event we had last week, which is talking about religious freedom? and Which was a really excellent event. The attorney can, got can, up there... And, good job, Caleb. ...and talked about the fact that, that in law school, they don't teach religious freedom anymore in First Amendment. It's just gone. They don't even talk about it. They talk yeah. about freedom of speech as far as political freedom of speech, but they don't talk about religious freedom, which is so crazy. I'm going like, okay, I don't understand that. It's right in the First Amendment. That, you know, and do you, do you, know, do you know the, the interesting part of that is? Do you know, you know how the, the amendments came to be? No, but I know that they're being completely and totally disregarded. They wrote the Constitution, and some of the states were still not happy. They didn't like... And, and because what's interesting is you go back and do your history, and I'm no... My dad could talk circles around me and stuff like that but i know enough about this to be dangerous when they had the you know the the constitutional convention all the states the 13 colonies showed up and most of the colonies were concerned about an all powerful federal government because they didn't like what happened in england they didn't like the fact that the that the you know the english government ruled the entire the entire british isles and they didn't like that and they wanted to have local representation they want to have the states now look what's happened i mean you know if you don't like for example the thing they're talking about with kyle rittenhouse they're going like well he got you know he got uh, you know got not guilty verdict in court in wisconsin now they're saying well the justice department should come in and 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 file you know uh, uh, a civil rights suit against him okay well hold on a minute civil rights he's not a police officer so he didn't deny anybody their rights by being a police officer he didn't do anything racial because the three guys he shot were white guys and he's a white guy but how's that, how's it going to happen? And the sad part of that is, if you get on the bad side of the law, if you get on the bad side of a of a of a prosecutor, your life is 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 hell. And even if you're like absolutely positively totally on you know uh, innocent, you didn't do anything they accused you of because the state's got lots of money. You know, like if you get accused by any of the, like the county prosecutor in St. Charles County, you know they, he's got money. He can hire investigators. Hold you know he's got attorneys that are paid by your and my tax dollars. But yet, if you're on the receiving end of that, you got to find a lawyer and you got to pay for that. And you got to pay for this. You got to pay for depositions. You got to pay blah 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 blah. They don't pay anything. It's all free. Well, not free, but it's all in their budget. I don't think that's right. But what do I know? I'm the dumb guy on the radio, right? <laughs> Sometimes I don't even think I'm... <laughs> Did you want me to... <laughs> Go ahead. It, 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 you can say, yeah, you are dumb, right? <laughs> you know I would never say that about you. You should, because of the fact... I shouldn't, because you're probably one of the most intelligent people I've ever met. I am not. I just don't... You I have don't, this brilliant mind. I don't know squat. Knock it off, Shelly. I mean, you know, I'm not, you're not going to raise, no matter what you say. <laughs> Come 
on, Brad. It's been 10 years. I deserve a raise. No, you're not getting a raise. No. But... And you're smart and you're pretty. Pretty? Give me a break. The <laughs> You know, what's this saying? The older you it's get. From that, it's from that dog ad. The older you get, the more you realize what you don't know. You know what I mean? When you're young, you think you know the everything. The older you get what? The older you get, the more you realize what you don't know. That is so true. Because when you're a young whippersnapper, you go, ah, I know everything. I know, I know, you know. And then when you get up there in years, oh boy, I didn't see that one coming. That that one, I didn't know that. I didn't know that was going to happen. That sort of got me, you know, blindsided me. That kind of a thing. Every damn day. Yeah. Every Hoover damn day. Yeah. Thank you for clarifying that. You know, <laughs> I've said this article. I see, and I, I I glanced at it. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Normally, I I like save it and I put it in my little notes to talk about in the air. There's a city that's using the George Carlin seven dirty words you can't say on television or radio, which is interesting because of those seven dirty words, there's only two of them left. There's five of them that you can say now. You so know, what are the two that you can't say? The F and the S. Which are Really? Still, oh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Well, you couldn't, you, 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 you know, I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but if you watch George Carlin, there are words on there, if you listen to that, you know, that, that whole thing. And that's that's a footnote in broadcasting. Did you? I don't know if you know this. There was a like a like the KDNA wasn't the KDNA. Here we go again. I can't remember the call letters. That was the original station here in St. Louis. All the hippie stations. The eighty-eight point one. What is that? Uh, whatever the heck it is. Anyway, there I was don't know. there was a station out in San Francisco run by this organization called Pacifica Foundation that played the George Carlin seven dirty words you can't say in the radio. They played it on the radio and they got nailed by the FCC. And it was a big landmark case where the FCC went after them. And they essentially said, freedom of speech, freedom of speech, freedom of speech. And the FCC says, no, you're over the airwaves. But what's crazy about this is we are broadcasting on one set of airwaves. We're on 104.5, 1350 AM, and 107.1. But yet Howard Stern, who is on the airwaves, on satellite radio, it's going through the air. He can say whatever he wants because that's different rules. They can do whatever they want. They can, he can F-bomb. He can say the F-word 42 times in 10 minutes, and he won't get into trouble. You know, if I did it once or twice, there would be somebody dropping a dime on me to the FCC. You know, and 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 usually, it's a competitor. <laughs> he said he said a nasty on the air, but yet and same thing like with with cable. You know, I mean, like for example, you can watch cable TV, which has, you know, the local news stations two, four, five, eleven, thirty, and there they are, and they can't say any bad words, but yet you can tune over to. HBO and and you know or or any of the uh, you know the premium channels are watch a movie watch a Netflix movie with all sorts of you know language in it you know and yet that's okay I don't understand that why is it a double standard and I don't understand how they get the hot dogs in the package and they make them look so nice I don't know <laughs> they always do look you know photo ready don't they right right unlike the hamburgers you get. Like, so we have a listener, Matthew, yeah. um, and he sends me this picture of this man in this kilt, and he's he's twirling, and it says, I feel pretty. He says, is that how Brad feels? <laughs> I don't have a kilt, although... <laughs> oh my goodness, that was so funny, Matt. Thank I, you. I don't know if I told you the story. I was at an event a couple months ago, and a guy showed up in a kilt. You were what? At an event, and a guy showed up in a kilt. I can believe that. I don't. I don't quite understand that, but you know, to each their own. 
It's a generational thing. <sighs> no, it's no, it's a heritage. I don't thing, think. Yeah, I, I was going to say it's not a generational thing. It's a kill. But I don't think he was. I think he was Italian. <laughs> but what do I know? It's six forty-five. Maybe he wanted to just you know let it swing in the breeze. By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the morning on KSLQ and Westplex 1071. Westplex 107.1, AM 1350 crap, and and uh, 104.5 KSLQ, all part of the Trammelcast, which we call BS in the morning, and this is the BS in the morning dot show official morning show. Boy, did you see this? You know who? Um, you know who Seth Rollins is? I don't know if I do or not. Why? Why do He's you? He's a ask? WWE wrestler. You know, pretty popular kind of guy. Last Can you say night, please. I'm sorry. A WWE wrestler. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know who he is. Okay, but last, I, I love WWE. Last night they had the Monday Night Raw, whatever, they, uh, at Barclays Center in Brooklyn, and a fan came out of the stands and attacked him. He was he was going back to the dressing room, and the fan attacked him. And I'm thinking to myself, God, and the fan really was wailing on him. And it took like you should watch this video, like to get the fan off of this wrestler. They were like, Here, let me go back and look at this again. There must have been. I'm trying to watch this again. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna go back. Let me go where 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 it first happens. Okay. I know this is radio. Oh my God, <laughs> this guy, <laughs> this guy's wearing like red tights. He looks like a wrestler himself, and, and he just comes out of the stands and just there. Okay, there's, there's, there's like seven guys on this guy. Oh my God, and they pull. They oh my, oh my God, it's unbelievable. They should put him in the ring. You know, it took seven guys to get this guy uh, off the ground and backstage. I mean, out, out of the area. I mean, you know, <laughs> I used to watch. God, this dates me. Remember wrestling at the chase? Yes, I do. God, that was so good. Bulldog Bob Brown. No, I thought Rick Flair. I thought it was Bulldog Bob Durham. No, it was Bulldog Bob Brown. Okay, Dick the Bruiser. Remember Dick the Bruiser? Yes, Dick the Bruiser. <laughs> Ricky Flair. Um God, you 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 if you want to go on on YouTube, there's some great Ric Flair um, <laughs> videos on there of all the crazy things he says. I mean, there's bizarre weird stuff comes out of that guy's mouth. You know, he should be a politician. He should be a politician. You you man. Um you know, talking about, you know, there's another show. There's a national show in St. Louis that's now on the Patriot 104.9, and it's called the Jesse Kelly Show. And it's interesting because this guy talks about uh, having some life experiences, and he and he talks about this from time to time. He's a Marine. He used to be a Marine. He was in the Marine Corps for four years. And you, know, you you always are a Marine. Well, he talked about the fact that he says, you know, people talk about where you were when the planes hit the World Trade Center and everybody goes, yeah, I can remember. He says, I'll tell you where I was. I was in Marine Corps barracks. He says, I was already in the Marines and we essentially said, guess what? We're seeing action. And like within a month or so, he's over in Afghanistan and Iraq. You know, I mean like crazy weird stuff. Anyway, he did this thing yesterday where he's, this has been like a running joke that he's been doing for a while. 
and they had the voting for the most attractive congressional, the most attract, attractive woman in Congress. And they had, and you know who won? You won't even know this name. You won't know this name when I give it to you. Who's that? Lauren Bobbert. You know who that is? Oh, Lauren, yes. She's the she's the gal from Rifle, Colorado. She's like five foot zero, and she's like she's always carrying a gun. And she had this restaurant in in Rifle, Colorado. I think it's still open. Where everybody, all the waitresses, the bartender, everybody that works for her, the busboys, everybody's required to have a gun strapped to their hip. Everybody's got a gun. So you go in the place, and everybody's armed. Thinking like you're thinking. Okay, that's one place nobody's going to rob. You know what I mean? <laughs> because yeah. you'd be a piece of Swiss cheese by the time you tried to make it out the door if you tried to rob the place. Anyway, I've never re- heard her like interviewed like this before. You talk about a ball of fire. That gal, wind her up and let her go. I'm going like, holy cow. I mean, you know, now some people said she's a nut. And remember, was it two weeks ago? There was that video out that talked about all the her arrest record. Well, she's been arrested I don't know how many times. You know, all sorts of crazy stuff, you know, resisting arrest. I'm going like, she's five foot tall, and she's resisting arrest. Can you imagine? And you sometimes, I don't know if you've done much wrestling in your life. You've done much wrestling, Shelly? Wrestling? Yeah, wrestling. You know? No. You, you, only, only when they tried to put me on the ground and handcuff me. I didn't like that. <laughs> well, sometimes... The little people are the hardest ones to wrestle. They're, they're little, but they're mighty. Well, but not only that, you, they're 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 more nimble than usually like a larger person, and they're hard to hold on to because they're little. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. They're Riley. Right, yeah. right. Anyway, she was like, she's talking about this, and she's talking about that, and talking about how there's other members like the squad hates her, and she specifically calls out Corey Bush. Corey Bush hates her. Hates her. I think at one point in time, their offices were next, next to each other, and and Corey Bush asked to have her office moved. I'm going like, oh, my God. You know, once again, you know what the sad part of that is? What's that? Remember on 9-12-2001, 9-12, the I day do. after 9-11, everybody came together. The Republicans they and the did. Democrats came together. Everybody you know, because we were all one country under attack. We were it was one, beautiful. We were one country. There was no Republicans and Democrats. There was no black and white and Jewish and Catholic and, you know, Protestant. Everybody was just one country. And we're all like, okay, look what they did to us. This is horrible. Look what they did to our country. Look what they did to New York. Look what they did to Washington, D.C. Look at these poor people that crashed in Pennsylvania. Who knows where that plane was going you know, Congress, the White House, you know, the, you know, the Supreme Court. Who knows? We were one people, and that started the fade. And now we're at today, where we're like tribes, you know, and even like locally. Think about it locally. We had the, remember we had the big fight between the city and the county. The city right? wants the city wants to merge with the county. Nope, no way, Jose. Now the big fight is, and I heard Jamie Allman go off on this. There's all this money that's coming from the the you know the infrastructure bill they just signed last week. Yeah. They're going to give like gazillion dollars to Metrolink and they want to put a north-south corridor in, which would go down in a South County. And Jamie Ullman is on the air going like, you people in South County protest that. Look what happened to the Galleria. Look, the Galleria was a great place to go. And then the Metrolink station across the street. I'm going like, damn, I don't think I'd be saying that. And he said, look what happened in St. Charles County. They wanted to put a Metrolink into St. Charles County. And the people in St. Charles County said, no way. We don't want that Metrolink. We don't want that stuff. 
and look what happened. No Metro Lincoln to St. Charles. I'm going like, I was one of the guys that wanted Metro Lincoln to St. Charles because I love riding Metro Link. I'm going like, okay. I, you know, but the problem there was you'd have to build this super expensive bridge to get it into St. Charles County because there are no bridges. Like, you know, they, they essentially put Metrolink across the Mississippi and the Eads Bridge, which was an existing bridge. There's no bridge that can handle Metrolink. They'd have to build its own separate bridge, which would be super expensive. But now that they the... couldn't build like an addition to the bridge they just built no because of over it, the troubled waters well, you'd have to you it, it'd probably be cheaper just to do a, a freestanding bridge than it would to be to like try to re-engineer an existing bridge and tack something on the side remember the metrolink thing on the eats bridge it's on which you know, it's what used to be the train part there used to be trains going across the eats bridge and they took that yes. train track the cars were on top the trains were underneath and they took the trains out and put the metrolink in so in other words it was already set up for trains for tracks I mean, they had to completely redo it, but you know what I'm saying. I mean, there's no way, and the bridges in St. Charles is set up that way. That's why you couldn't do it. I mean, could it be done? Probably. Cost a bundle, bundle of money? For sure. Hey, we're going to get uh, nabbed by the computer here. we got to go. 6.59. Okay. By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 107.1. I love that song, Westplex 107.1 AM. Pretty cute, crap. actually. Yeah, 104.5 KSOQ. And that's the version which I was surprised they didn't play in 1840. It's the version with Kesha. That's Walker Hayes. You know what's so cool about that song? What's that? That's what I love about good country music because it's storytelling with music. You know? I mean, you think of all, like, like how many Garth Brooks songs that when you listen to that song, there's a, there's a story behind it. Sometimes you can visualize you know, certain things. I mean, like, there's yeah. a couple Garth Brooks songs that I still have visual images to that, and it's not because I watch the video. Sometimes, you know, you watch the videos, the videos are totally weird because they have nothing to do with the song. But on that particular one, you know, I can see a guy and a gal going to Wendy's and the gal dipping her french fries in, or no, yeah, dipping her french fries in the frosty, thinking to myself, not my kind of thing, but yet, you know. Have you never done that? No, no, thank you. Delicious. N- dip your french fries in frosty? In a frosty? Oh my gosh, a chocolate frosty? Yes. Really? Delicious. I think that's almost criminal in some cities, isn't it, to put your french fries no, in frosty? No, no, not at all. Well, not you- in Missouri. You know, you can't do that inside anymore in any of the Wendy's because none of them are open. You know, just the drive-thru and all the Wendy's. Trust me, I know. I go to Wendy's all the time. I love their, you know, they they sort of cheaped out in their $4 meal. used to be the bacon cheeseburger. They took the bacon off. Now it's just a cheeseburger. It's cheeseburger, french fries, four nuggets, and a drink. Four bucks. You can't beat that. You can't beat it. You know, White Castle's gotten expensive. Number one with taxes over seven bucks now. You know, I'm thinking, yeah. Culver's is on the pricey side as well. Well, their kids' meals like six dollars, six fifty, or something like that. Yeah, but, but you also get a. Uh, well, they give you regular hamburger they get there. Custard. You get a regular hamburger. It's not like you get like the small little hamburger like That's at Wendy's. True. You get a regular full size hamburger. Yeah, my favorite. You know, my favorite right now. You hate. Yes, I do. You hate to go there. <laughs> like, please don't make me go there anymore. Oh, you know what? I am. I. Not this past weekend, the weekend before last, I hurt my shoulder. And instead of getting better, it's getting worse. Driving me nuts. I pulled a muscle in my shoulder. And I don't even know how I did it. I can't remember doing anything. But it's to the point where I have trouble getting my shirt on in the morning. 
You know what I mean? Like if I or now that it's getting cold, I have a tough time getting my coat on because I have to, you know, move my arm way back behind my back to sort of swing my arm, you know, the coat around, put my arm through that. I do. Man, that bothers me. I'm getting old. You know, when you get in your 80s like me, and you're 86, you know, that, that young Joe Biden, I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> young Joe Biden. Oh, my God. There's stuff going on in our government. You know, I don't even know what to say anymore. Okay. What? No, I'm not. Gonna... Are you trying to regroup? No, I'm. I'm watching. I just watched this video again of this. Uh, this Seth. What Seth Rollins? This. This. This guy comes out of the stands in WWE Raw last night and just nails him. I mean, to the point where where it's sort of like you know, it's it's like it's like wow. Maybe what they're really doing in the ring is fake because of the fact that if a stand can come out, our fan can come out of the stands and just pancake him, you know, and put him on the floor, and it takes like six dudes to get him off of the guy. It's like, how bizarre is that? You know, that'd be like going to the baseball game and some guy jumping out of the stands and running up to the plate and hitting a home run. You're like, whoa, did that just happen? That guy jumped out of the stands and went up to the plate and pitcher threw a pitch and hit a home run. You talk, you know, they're talking about baseball. They're talking about a work stoppage again. Here we go again. You know, collective. The Who's going to do a work stoppage? The baseball players. They got their CBA, collector <laughs> bargain, you know, whatever heck it is. And they're talking about going on strike. I mean, come on, guys. How can they go on strike when they make millions? Well, they upon don't. Upon millions, upon millions. Well, <laughs> you're asking the question. I think everybody's going like, okay, now hold on a minute now. Back in the day, the baseball players. Matter of fact, I remember, remember Jack Snow. Jack Snow. I don't remember him, no. Jack Snow was a, a famous uh, Los Angeles Rams guy when the team was in Los Angeles. And when they came here to St. Louis, he became the color guy on the broadcast. And Jack Snow was a really fun guy. I met him once. Really, I mean, one of these guys that, you know, if you went out to dinner, this guy would make it so much fun. If you went out to a bar, this is the guy telling stories and, you know, slapping people in the back and everybody having a good time because Jack's there. Well, Jack died yeah. I don't yeah, know, yeah, yeah. several years back. Got and, and he had a son in in um, in uh, in baseball that did real well as well too. Anyway, <laughs> where was I going with this? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Jack Snow told the story about when he got into football back in the I guess it was in the '60s. He said nobody made any money in football, and everybody had to have a job in the off season. And he talked about that that the team would help him get jobs in the offseason. And he talked about he was in the manager trainee program to be a, a assistant manager at a Montgomery Ward store in Los Angeles. Now, remember, nobody knows what Montgomery Ward is. Remember that, You remember Montgomery Ward? I do I don't, know what Montgomery Ward is. I don't think they were big here in St. Louis, but they were like – how would you how would you typify They were big in, down in South. It was sort of like a it was sort of like a Sears kind of store where they had a catalog. Yeah, it was a five and dime. Well no, it wasn't a five and dime. It was it was a hard goods store. You know, it was like it was like a Sears. You could buy a lot of different things. They had an auto center and stuff like that. Because every once in a while you'll still see like if you see some of these old channels, you'll see somebody has like a Montgomery Ward tractor or something like that, a lawn tractor. Anyway, he talked about how the team would like, okay, you know, so-and-so contact us. They needed so-and-so at such-and-such a place, and they would send these football players over, and they would learn these jobs. And he talked about he got trained as an assistant manager at Montgomery Ward. And I'm going like, think how that's changed. I mean, these guys make enough in a season, you know. I mean, like, look at, like, Johnny 
uh, not Johnny Foto, but Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is making what? I don't know, $10 million a season or something like that? Just think that if, you, like, for one, one year of you being on the air with me, you got paid $10 million, okay? You could work for a year and never have to work another day in your life. You know, after, wouldn't be enough. Well, after taxes, you know, let's say you get, you know, six million or something like after taxes. Okay, six million, even at the crappy rates of, of you know, two percent or something like that for a CD. I don't even know if you get two percent, but if you could get two percent of your money, you figure six million, one percent of your money would be what sixty thousand dollars, isn't it right? Ten percent, ten percent would be six hundred thousand dollars. One percent would be sixty thousand dollars. If you got one percent interest. You'd made $60,000 a year, you know, and I'm going like, you know, stick it in the bank and just, you know, live off that and just live sort of a normal life. You know, have a nice house somewhere, you know, go buy a car, you know, you know, maybe pay cash for it and never have to work. I don't know. Must be nice. Well, but, you know, do you ever listen to Dave Ramsey? Really? No, seriously. Do you ever listen to Dave Ramsey? Seriously, really? You've never listened to him at all? No, I've never I've never heard him, no. He's on The Point, not The Point, he's on The Patriot now, and uh, he's on at night. And if you know the Dave Ramsey thing, you talk to, there's churches in St. Charles County that still teach the Dave Ramsey course. And do you know what the Dave Ramsey course is? Never pay credit for anything you can pay cash for. Well, in other words, his whole thing is to be debt-free. That's the whole deal. And the show is they have the people that come down to Nashville. He's in Nashville. He's a multimillionaire now. And the whole story revolves around the fact that when he was a young guy, he got into real estate, and he bought a bunch of real estate, and the market went south, and he ended up, I, I don't know if you have to declare bankruptcy, but at one point in time, he, he went from being like a high flyer uh, driving a BMW to being broke, him and his wife. And he, he's clawed his way back, and he, just, and he made a vow. He said that if I ever make it back to where I'm making money, I will teach people to never, ever, ever do what I did. And he, he teaches it like, like, you know, he can almost be a preacher. And he uses, you know, he's a very religious guy, and he talks about God all the time. And I'm not saying that's bad or good, but he preaches that all the time. You know, he always talks about walking with the Prince of Peace, that kind of stuff. Anyway, he has people to come on the show. And this is like to the point where they have somebody, and they come down to Nashville, and they put him in the studio, and they tell the story. Yeah. And what's crazy about it is they get these people on, and it's like usually couples. And they're going like, whoa, we're in so much debt. Well, how much debt are you in? Well, we have a house, we have a car, we have credit cards. And then he asks him, how much money do you make? And the guy will say, well, I make $140,000 a year. And the woman says, I make seventy. You know, And it was, I'm going like, okay, between the two of them, they make two ten a year. How the hell are they in debt? Exactly. You know, I'm going like, I mean, let's talk about some debt. Right. If they were like making 20000 a year combined, I'm going like, okay, I get it. They're in trouble. And, and you know, right. then they do this song, well, we paid this off over 10 years. And what's interesting about it is they use, he uses the envelope method where you put money in envelopes. You literally go cash your check, cash your paycheck, and you put it in envelopes, cash. And first thing you do is you cut up all your credit cards. You chop up all your credit cards. And so you don't have credit cards anymore. So you do everything with cash. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, I like cash. Because now cash is victimized. If you got, you know, if, if, if like you're driving down a highway and the police pull you over and you got $30,000 in cash, you're a bad person. I'm going like, right. why is that? You know, I, I still don't understand that. People and people, well, nobody has that kind of cash. Well, maybe you don't, but there are people, you know, I mean, like, 
my mom and dad, my mom and dad told me stories about, about, you know, people they knew went through the depression, had literally mattresses stuffed with cash because they didn't trust the banks. Go back. Now it's Christmas season. Go back and watch. It's a wonderful life, you know, and and realize what happened back there, back in the thirties during the depression before, you know, between world wars one and world war two, where, you know, the bottom dropped out. And if you didn't have cash cash, that's all. Remember that's the famous scene that people don't, and if you don't understand what they're talking about, there was a bank run and, and, you know, George Bailey and her brother had, you know, the savings alone and people, when they, everybody showed up one day, they want their money, but I want my cash, want the cash. And remember how they, they, they celebrated, they had like, I don't know, it was like 20 bucks after they paid everybody out. And he was saying, he says, your money's not in the bank. Your money is in Mr. Smith's house and your money is in Mr. Jones's house and Mrs. Smith's house on the other side of town. That's where your money's at. And what's interesting about that is it was back then it was cash. Now today you pay with cash. I mean, like, I had this I had this discussion with someone who shall remain nameless, smartest woman in the world, and she's talking about red cup at at uh, what am I talking about? I'm getting old. I'm getting like Joe Biden. <laughs> How bad is that? Uh, at uh, Duma Flachi's, the coffee place. Man, Starbucks. My, yeah, my mind just went blank. Red cup day at Starbucks, and I'm going like, okay, explain to me the red cup thing. Do you know about this deal, red cup day? No, I don't drink Starbucks. It's a special day where they give you a red cup, and it's a reusable cup. It's like a plastic cup. So, and she explained. Can you microwave them? I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't well, I that's don't. a big deal well, nowadays. But this, this is what she explained to me, and I'm scratching my head. Okay. She's because she's a Starbucks fan, and once again, if you're a Starbucks fan, I have no problem with that. I'm not going to say, well, you shouldn't drink it. So, you know, I, I'm the kind of guy knock yourself out. If you're not breaking the law. Do whatever the hell you want. I don't really care. Right, you're right, right to swing your fist, ends of my nose. Just don't punch me in the nose when you're swinging your fist. So she starts explaining to me that at Starbucks, if you get the red cup, you can't use it in the drive-thru. You can only use it inside. I go like, okay, why is that? Because they can't touch the cup. The people at Starbucks can't. Right. No, they can't. Okay, but how do you pay for it? So they can't touch your red cup. But if you hand them a credit card, they have to touch the credit card, right? And Unless that... they sit there and they put, because one, one time, I don't know if it was Starbucks, but they pulled out a, a wipe and put your card in your hand and wiped off your card and then handed it back to you while it was still on the wipe. No. Well, but. It's true. They did. I know. But, but, but once again, let me just follow me on this. You can't. So I say to her, I say, well. You get them a credit card. If you give them cash, they touch that. You've touched the credit card. And then she says, well, nobody uses their credit card anymore because everybody uses their phone. I'm going like, I don't have that on my phone. You know, I have a debit card that I use, you know, but I don't have, I, I don't have like whatever the deal of job or Dewey's. I mean, you know, even though I'm a techno guy, I just have not gotten into that. You know what I'm talking about? The tap, you I tap, do. you know, whatever you call it. Anyway, so, so she says, she says, if you go inside, I go, well, no, hold on a minute. Think about that for a minute. If you go inside, you still hand them the cup, don't you? Well, no, no, no. They just pour the coffee in the cup. Like, a, well, what if you get like a double latte, frappe, you know, enchilada type, type thing? Don't they have to take the cup and, 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 no, no, they just pour it in. So, so she's telling me that nobody at Starbucks ever pays in cash. Everybody uses a credit card or they use their touch thing with their, you know, with their, their iPhone or their Android. Right, right. Nobody pays in cash. Do you believe that? You know, it's, it's something that I'm struggling with. 
what you don't you don't think people pay cash at Starbucks? I don't think people pay cash hardly at all anymore. Oh my God! Uh, see, I don't understand that. But it, once again, this is interesting because Dave Ramsey. And the thing about it is, if you like, let's say you have a thousand dollars at your house, okay, and you don't have any credit cards. That and you go to the grocery store. You, let's say you take a couple hundred bucks with you. Go to the grocery store. You come back. You got twenty dollars left. You spend one hundred eighty dollars grocery. You put that in the envelope. Okay. Then you're going to go out to dinner with your husband, wife, whatever, boyfriend, girlfriend. You grab fifty bucks and you go to Wendy's and you have the Bourbon Street steak, right? <laughs> and and the Oreo shake, right? Anyway. Yep. Okay. So the idea being is when you run out of cash, you can't spend anymore. But with a credit card, you can just keep spending. And see, and I think that's the whole interesting thing because as a society, we've been indoctrinated into that. They First off, they've demonized cash. Oh, my God, cash is what drug dealers use. It is? I'm not a drug dealer. I don't take drugs. I use cash. I love cash. Same thing. Like if I look at my, you know, like in my shirt pocket and I got $5, I can eat lunch at Wendy's for 4 bucks and change, right? Because these feel change. like you won the lottery. <laughs> right? I got five bucks. I can, you know, and I think about it, I got ten dollars in my, in my, in my, you know, my, in my, in my uh, shirt pocket. Ten dollars. Let me think. I could eat at White Castle. I could eat at Canes. I could, you know, have a Big Mac meal at McDonald's and have change left over. You know, I don't have to worry about that. I just don't. And and once again, it's to the point where there are places now that will not take cash. And I'm going like, I don't know how you can do that. It's tech, technically it's illegal. You don't agree? Is it illegal? If I had my a dollar with me, which I don't, it says right on the thing, this note is legal tender for all debts, right? public and private. Okay? Once again. So they have to take it. Well, I guess you could sue them and say, hey, federal government says if I owe you money, I can eat you. Just like that guy. <laughs> I told this story before. <laughs> Do you know that I had a vendor that was doing some work here at the house? Yeah. They don't take credit cards. They don't take PayPal. They don't take Venmo. They take checks. Well, I mean. You literally had to send them a check. Why is that unusual? Because everybody takes credit cards or Venmo or PayPal. But in the business world, people still do business with checks. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, if if you're like, for example, if you go, if you owe money to the government, if you go down to, you know, St. Charles County to pay your taxes, I don't think they'll take a check. I, well, really? Maybe, I, I, I mean, I'll take that back. They might take a check, but but that's how people still get paid in business. You know, send a check in the mail. We get checks from yes. our advertisers, that kind of stuff. But but see, here's the problem. When I give you, if like like if I'm doing business with you, okay, and let's say you you came to my house and Shelly had on her work clothes and she fixed something at my house, okay, and she did a thousand dollars worth of work. When I hand you a thousand dollars in cash, you have a thousand dollars. But if, but if I use my credit card, you don't get a thousand dollars. You get whatever the processing fee is. You get nine hundred and some odd, you know, nine hundred and eighty-five dollars or something like that. Because there's a process right. processing fee. Okay, which would you rather have, the thousand dollars or the nine hundred? Let's say it's nine hundred fifty dollars. Nine hundred fifty dollars after the processing fee. Which would you, would you rather have, a thousand dollars or nine hundred fifty dollars? And if if I came up to you and I had two two handsfuls of money, I go, Shelly, over here in this my left hand, I have a thousand dollars in cash. Over my right hand, I have nine hundred fifty dollars in cash. Which do you want? Which would you take? Of course, you take the thousand dollars. Well, why? Why would the Well, it really wouldn't matter because they're so close. No, but why would I take the nine fifty when I can have the thousand? Because you don't want to be greedy. 
It's only fifty dollars. There's so your, just be happy with whichever hands you pick. There's your problem. No, I mean, I'm holding it out. I'm not, there's my I, problem? I'm not hiding it. I'm saying over my left hand, right here in my left hand, I have $1,000. In my right hand, I have $950. Which one do yeah. you want? 99 people out of 100 are going to say, well, give me the $1,000. I don't want the 950 It really doesn't matter to me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I give up. <laughs> what do you want me to say? I'm sorry I'm not speaking Brad today. It's human nature. If, if if someone called you up and say, "Hey Shelly, I've got two cars. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you one of these two cars. I'm going to give you a Yugo or a Lincoln. Which one do you want? Which one are you going to take? Don't tell me you're going to take the Yugo because your dad used to have one. Yeah, he did. <laughs> it was bright red. He had people coming up to him going, "I don't think I want to eat at your restaurant anymore because that's the car you're driving." So you take that the, tells me you, something. You take the Yugo because it reminds you of your dad, right? Yeah, but I also would take the Lincoln because I prefer Lincolns. Okay, whatever. 724. By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 1071. <laughs> Westplex 107.1 AM at 1350 Crap and 104.5 KSLQ, all part of the Trimal Cast. We call BS in the Morning, and the web address is bsinthemorning.show. Okay, do you know who London Breed is, Shelley? I'm sorry? London Breed. Do you know who she is? I do not. She's the mayor of San Francisco. We talked yesterday about these flash mobs that have been, like, hitting the stores. The worst one was the one over the weekend, I think it was on Saturday night, um, at the Nordstrom store in the San Francisco area. They say upwards of 80 people showed up. And if you saw the video, there's somebody who has, like, cell phone video they took outside the store. All these cars, like, bang, 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 all pull up right to the front of the store. They're all, like, you know, like, it's like, like they're just, like, all bunched up. All these people dressed mainly in black with hoodies run in, steal all the stuff, run back out again, okay? And it's what they call, it's a popular area there called Union Square, I believe it is. Yeah, Union, yeah, Union Square. They're going to, this is how Mayor London Breed, and keep in mind they passed, I think it was Proposition 47, where in California it's a misdemeanor for shoplifting or theft under $950. So if you steal $900, if you walk into a store, and let's say you walk into a jewelry store and there is a bracelet in the you know there for nine hundred dollars. You steal that; it's a misdemeanor. It's like a traffic ticket. You don't get you know you don't get thrown in jail or anything like that. You just have to pay a fine. Think about that. So if you steal nine hundred dollars worth of jewelry, and the fine's hundred dollars, hundred dollars, you've done okay for yourself, haven't you? I mean, if you look at it that way, and I'm not saying that's what should be happening, but that's just what's happening. So what they're going to do is they're going to limit access. To the shopping, uh, the stores in the Union Square area in San Francisco. You can't get close to them anymore with your car. At least that's what they say they're going to do. Now, once again, what does that do if you're a shopper? First off, you think to yourself, I don't know if I want to go to that store anymore because of the fact that that flash mob may show up again when I'm there. And secondly, true. if they make it harder for you to park... They need to call it something other than a flash mob because a flash mob is a dancing crew. Well, they're snatch and grab mob, whatever you want to call it. Smash and grab well, mob. Well, it's not a flash day. mob because when you said flash mob, I'm like, I'm all giddy going, boy, I wish I was a part of that. And then you explained to me what they're calling a flash mob, and that's not true. Well... Get this, in, in Oakland, this is over the weekend as well, too, about 12 miles from San Francisco, at least two dozen businesses were ransacked over the weekend, according to the city's police chief. 
The rise in crimes, which has overwhelmingly be overwhelmingly overwhelmingly been described as organized by local police comes after the Bay Area has already been grappling with repeated incidents of looting and smash and grab incidents in recent months. Okay, once again, if you saw this video of the people showing up at the Nordstrom store, it wasn't just like 20 cars showed up, you know, just by sheer coincidence and 80 people jumped out of 20 cars. They all ran inside and took stuff out of Nordstrom. Some knew exactly where they were going. Some of them came in like with tire irons or crowbars and smashed jewelry counters and took a bunch of jewelry and got back in their cars and left. Okay, it's obviously organized. And you know what? Any money, you're not going to like when I tell you this. What? They're using social media. That doesn't surprise me. Any money, this is like somehow it's on WhatsApp or, or it's on Facebook or some kind I of group. I don't have that. Do you have that? No. Uh, and it's, it's, it's like it's what they're doing is it's just like. You know, well, you do that stuff. I mean, you go to events you see on Facebook, right? I do. Yeah. Yes. Shelly, Shelly's interesting. Shelly will will go to these events, and then she's disappointed. Like, she'll say, like, she'll tell me, oh, I've got an event I go in today at Mid-Rivers Mall. I go, what's going on there? The Pope's going to be there. The Pope's going to be at Mid-Rivers Mall today? Yeah. He's going to be He's going to be at the Macy's. What? The Pope's going to be in the Macy's? How do you know that? Well, I saw it on Facebook. It's got to be true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay <laughs> and then last week a couple weeks ago she said to me uh i'm 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 going to the mcdonald's on highway k right there in highway 70 i go why is that the rolling stones are going to do a concert there in the lobby at the mcdonald's on k just south of 70 oh yeah yeah right there on k the rolling stones yeah how'd you find out about that oh it's on facebook Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keep on. This is fun. Super fun. <laughs> oh, oh, maybe I'll do this instead. Some days you're the pigeon and some days you're the statue. It's just life. Okay. That's actually one of my life axioms. I've used that since I worked at GSA. Okay. One of the things that Shelly and I, Shelly and I had a little bit of falling out. Was it two weeks ago? It was less than two weeks ago. It was like last week. I play these things we call drops, which are little little snippets of audio that I've pulled over the years. You know, little. some of them are funny. Some of them are stupid. Some of them are like things like, here we go. Insulting. No, here, here's one. They can't hear me because they're listening to Kids Bop. That's the Karen thing, you know. And then there's yeah. like, then there's this one. Yes, number 290 orders now. Please get number 290. baby. That's the Freddy dude, okay? And then there's other ones like... Uh, I got hairy legs that turn blonde in the sun. And there's other ones like, Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> and there's ones like, The building is on fire. So when I, well, how we get these is people send those to me. Sometimes they're on YouTube. And then there's the Shelly ones, which when Shelly says something very funny or very weird or very bizarre, we air check the show. So in other words, after the show's over, I have a tape that I go out and not tape. It's on computer. I go back and I edit it and I put it up as a as a as a podcast. You can go to bsinthemorning.show and listen to our podcast. I believe you can go to ksoq.com and see the podcast as well too. So certain things through the years, Shelley has said that she regrets saying. Would that be a fair assessment? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and I'm the one that lives with no regrets, but. <laughs> so, no. so uh, a couple things that Shelly has said on the air, I recorded 
and I play back, and she gets very mad. So I decided no more Shelly drops. I haven't done a Shelly drop since you and I had a little bit. What what What's the term you use all the time, which I still don't understand? Oh, when we get cross-purposes with each other? I don't understand that. I've never heard that before. You're the first person I've ever heard say cross-purposes. I'm going like, I don't understand that. Anyway, I have not played any of them. I've been a good boy. I've not played one. Matter of fact, I haven't played hardly any of them. Except every once in a while. You're right. You haven't. Yeah. And and I've been a good little boy. I've been, you know. You I, have. I haven't done it, anything obnoxious like I usually do, right? Yes. And the only ones i played have been ones that aren't you. Like, for example. Correct. Um, uh, da, 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 try and, God, these are all you. Uh, here, like, here we go. Much socks. Things like that. Uh and that is true. right, and so now what's interesting is Shelly is saying, "How come you're not playing my drops anymore?" And you know why I'm not playing your drops anymore? Because you're acting like a big baby. Mice die in mouse traps because they think the cheese is free. That's why. <laughs> okay, that explains everything, Brad. Thank you for clearing that up. <laughs> so, let's have this out in public. Do I start playing your drops again? Yeah, but just don't play the ones that are offensive. How do I know which ones are those? Because I tell you, please don't play that one again. So if if Shelly invokes the please don't play that one again, I have to I have to dump that one. Yes. That's the new rule. Because I'm telling you that it's offensive. So what if every one I played of you was was offensive? Then I wouldn't have anything to play anymore. But that's not the like, case. Like for, well, how do you know? Okay, so here, let's 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 do this. Let's do this right now. We'll get this out in the out in the open right now. Okay. Okay. Um, here. You just sound like you're in pain. Is that one okay? Yeah. Okay. How about this one? Let's let's move on. You like that one? Yes. How about this one? I will be a completely different person. Is that one okay? Yep. Okay, that one's okay. I yeah. love big boys. You like that one? Uh huh. I'd rather have liposuction. You like that one? Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> You're not wild about that one. Okay. It, but it's fine. <laughs> Let's go to another page. How about this one? It was not enhancing the go. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Okay. It's too big to send. Is that one okay? Yeah, because that's about, about a picture. I don't know how to explain it. They're choppy. Is that one okay? Sure. How about this one? But I had a problem talking on the radios. That one okay? Yeah, that's fine. FA Mobile 317. That one okay? That one you need to pull. You don't like that one? FA Mobile 317. That's one of my favorite. I know, but I don't know if there were any ramifications over that. What, is FA going to come and get you? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> That was that was your call sign when you were out at the airport when you're driving around on the on the runways, right? Yes, it was. Okay. Did you turn me on? How about that one? Sure. Did you turn me on? (laughs) How about this one? The last woman gynecologist I went to prayed over my hoo ha. Yeah, that would be a no. That one's gone, right? (laughs) That one's gone. Because that's the last time you're gone. That's the last time you're going to hear that one, right? Straighten uh-huh. their back up, and then they put their face close to mine. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. How about this one? I'm having a party. Want to come? You like that one? 
That's not me. <laughs> That's Shania. Put your face up here so I can give you kisses. You like that one? I do. How about this one? Uh, Christy and Joe Horton, uh, ninth anniversary, and Hugh Janus one. turning 10. How about this one? I want a world where the Democrats will put somebody up there worth voting for. <laughs> that does, I don't matter. It doesn't matter to me. How about this one? He's in the intensive care ward at Our Lady of the Worthless Miracle. How about that one? What? <laughs> He's in the intensive care ward at Our Lady of the Worthless Miracle. <laughs> I don't know what they're saying, so I don't think it matters. Okay, never mind. I don't know about you, but I'm not going to turn around and look for where my mask is. How <laughs> about that one? <laughs> yeah, you can play that one. I don't care. I'm just going to let the spirit move me. How about that? Okay. How about this one? They go around the perimeter at night to make sure that their flock is safe. How about that one? That's about my peers, yeah. Okay, how about this one? And I would moon her. How about that one? Is that one okay? You can stop that one. <laughs> you don't like that one? It's one of my favorites. I know. <laughs> how about this one? I don't know how to put this, but kind of I'm kind of a deal. big deal. You have to keep that. How about this one? People should not be walking around with masks. It doesn't matter. If a fan says something really, really rude or throws something on you, you baby say, come on down. Like come Chuck Willery, you say, breaking right down the half court and y'all said it like men. You like that one? I don't even know what he said, but okay. <laughs> he needs to cancel it and have a beer and a personal pan pizza at home. How's that one? That's fine. Shelly, we listen online in our country. How <laughs> do you say, you got it going on girlfriend? Rock on That's sister. Okay. That one's okay? Yeah. How about this one? Shelly, you are amazing. How do you do it? Yeah, that's okay. How about this one? Can we can we all get along? Can we can we get along? You like that one? I don't like that one, but it's okay. Evidently, it's a very personal thing when you wear somebody's horn. <laughs> well, it is a very personal thing, and that's fine. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. It doesn't make any sense. One of my favorites. <laughs> it does make sense. Okay, this is when Shelly was... It's a true statement. This was when Shelly was throwing her voice, and she said... Why is it so many times that women, after they get married, let themselves go? <laughs> that is true, but he shouldn't have said that. How about this one? Ah! <laughs> yeah, that's the Wilhelm scream. Ah! How about this one? How about here? How, uh, this one? Before you got in this program, you take a test where you're taking cocaine or not. What do you think, huh? Yeah, that's fine. He's okay. he's a crazier than a loon. This one. Brad, I don't remember yesterday, and the only reason why I know what today is is because of my pill minder. You can play that one because it's true. That's I really can't lose weight fast because my face won't keep up. You like that one? That's true, too. <laughs> okay, only a few more. <laughs> oh, how about this one? Doink. That one okay? Yeah, that's fine. How about this one? My neighbors never talk to me anyway because they think I don't own a bra. No, you don't have to play that one anymore. How about this one, when you tried to do the Larry King impersonation? I had prostate problems that were driving me nuts. Yeah, we got to keep Larry. <laughs> I don't wear a mask for the same reason I don't wear underwear. Things got to breathe. Shelly's throwing her voice. That is not me. <laughs> it should be, though. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. Oh, I think we're out of him. I think I got to hear No, you have one that started this whole conference. Conflab. I don't know what that is. It made me want to heave. Was that the one? No. It was me. Oh, here it is. I don't think that we should be called cougars no, anymore. I think we should be called panthers. 
I did not know that. Drawback two and punt. All those okay? Yep. This is when she was trying to idolize Smash when she was doing her Smash voice. Ain't nobody does that. That's what she did. I love Smash. Okay. I tried to call him. He hasn't called me back yet. I'm worried about him. I got to give him a call. Okay. We need to call him again. I will. I'll call him today when we get off the air. Okay. Well, no. You know what? He's he's a night guy. He does. You know, I get stuff from him at like three o'clock in the morning when he sends me files and things like that. So I'll wait till about noon to call him because you know I think he goes to bed at like four and sleeps till like noon. You know. So anyway. Um, I I get that. <laughs> yeah. He's he's uh, what do you call that? Nocturnal or something like that? Yes, that's exactly what you call. Okay. That. We're, <laughs> I don't know what the hell we could. What are we doing this morning? What is this stupid show we did? <laughs> it's 745. Somebody called it like Seinfeld. Yeah, it's a show about nothing. That's for sure. The show about nothing. Right. If we got Jamie Allman here, this show would be about something. If, it would. If Tracy Ellis was here, man, we'd have tons of ratings. Who's that, please? <laughs> Never mind. 746. By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 107.1. Westplex 107.1, it is BS in the Morning. I'm Shelly, she's Brad. Web address for the station, uh, for actually our morning show is bsinthemorning.show. Okay, Shelly, I got one for you. Okay. Under the strange, but it is true category, Okay. I'm going to read you the title of a news story. This comes from NBC4 in New York. New York lawmakers introduced Bill to ban prosecutors from using rap lyrics as evidence. (laughs) Isn't that like self-incrimination? That's exactly what they're saying. saying, Oh, really? Yes, they're saying two, two New York lawmakers want prosecutors to stop using lyrics of rap artists against them in the courtroom, citing freedom of artistic expression and how they are preconceived notions about the genre. Essentially, they're they're saying uh, um, just it, because the rappers are doing things that are illegal and using the, those felonious acts as their muse. Yes, doesn't mean you need to come down on them. Okay, here's another quote: "Art is creative expression, not a blueprint of criminal plans." Yet we've seen prosecutors in New York and across the country try to use rap music lyrics as evidence in criminal cases, a practice upheld this year by a Maryland court. And the Maryland court said uh, last year that uh, there was a guy, a guy they threw in jail. He's got 50 years sentence in prison for fatal shooting for use of a firearm. And he says uh, the court said that his lyrics that were in a rap song were admissible in court because the lyrics, quote, bear a close nexus to the details of an alleged crime. So in other words, he wrote a song. He rapped about shooting this other dude where he killed this other guy. So essentially, he did a rap song about a murder he committed, and right. they introduced the rap song in court as essentially his own admission. In other words, he was admitting guilt, and that's where people are saying, hold it, first off, self-incrimination, Fifth Amendment, you can't do that. And the court says, yeah, we can, we just did. He's got 50 years in the slammer. So think about that for a minute. If they pass So this, what is it that you... I don't understand what your question is. Well, no, if they pass the law... You know, think people are always looking to like, you know, use. Well, then that's that's not freedom um, of speech. Yeah, but once again, if like let's say let's say we had a guest on this morning, and the guest was somebody who was involved, and you know, let's say we're we're talking to the guest, and we're talking about they're going to have a I don't know they're going to have a special deal, they're raising money for someone in their neighborhood, and all of a sudden they said, and by the way, this has been on my conscience, but last week 
I got drunk and I smashed into three cars on the way home and I have no idea, you know, what cars I hit, but I got home and I put my car in the garage and nobody knew about it. Okay, all of a sudden somebody's going to like, whoa, hold on a minute. My car got hit last week and I don't know who it was. That guy just admitted on the air that he smashed into three cars. So somebody could take the recording of our show and say, this guy admitted that last Thursday night he drove home drunk, smashed three cars in his neighborhood, and guess what? I bet you if you went to look at his car, you'd probably find paint from my car on his car because he sideswiped my car and tore the chrome off and, and you know, there's paint on his car. Okay, so would that be self-incrimination? He admitted it. If someone, if someone comes on the air and says, Last year I did a terrible... Matter of fact, I don't know if you remember this or not. There was a guy earlier this year who was an NBA official, National, National Basketball Association, who came on and, and admitted he murdered somebody like he was 18 and nothing happened to him. He said he was in some gang and he talked about, yeah, I, I did it. I never admitted this before, but I murdered this guy. I shot him, killed him. And everybody went like, wow, that's nice. <laughs> I can't believe he just said that. And nothing happened to him that I know of. I remember reading the story going like, okay, are they going to go arrest him? And because murder is one of those things, there is no statute of limitations. Statute of limitations, right. that's correct. So, in other words, they're saying that if the rappers, if they bring their music into the courtroom and they're talking, talking about stuff that they did, they're saying that that is okay and you don't think that's right. I don't. Okay. <laughs> I just think it's sort of interesting because think about that for a minute. You're, you're doing a rap song and you're telling about things you did, you know, dastardly deeds and sometimes, you know, criminal offenses, felonies and things like that. Why would you do that? First off, I don't get it. I don't understand. It would be like me saying Why would you fly above the radar? No. I mean it would be like it would be like you know, I don't know. It would just be something you go like, why would you do that? And then say, Well hold it. So why would you do that? I I well, first off, I'm not a rapper. You know, and and no, that's con au contraire. <laughs> I actually have it on um, um, a, a video that you are a rapper. Well, I'm not a very good rapper. Um, I'm I'm more like you white rap. I'm a candy bar rapper. Okay, so a anyway, the idea candy being is that <laughs> you're I a am. snicker. <laughs> no, I'm I'm a I'm a Eminem's rapper. That's what I am. No, but the idea being is that why would you do that if you don't want to get caught? I mean, you know, that would be like me. So you think it's subliminal? No, I, I think it, you know, you have the, you know, when you, they, when they arrest you, they give you Miranda warnings. And one of the things that they say is anything you say can and will be used against you in court. So in other words, shut up. Don't say anything. Okay. The idea mm -hmm. being that you're in there in front of the police and, you know, nine times out of ten now, they've got a body camera. So they're recording you when they're arresting. Let's say you, you did something. You broke into a store or something like that. Not in San Francisco where you'd, we'd get away with it. But here in St. Louis, I broke into a store. And they caught me coming out, you know, with the, the sledgehammer in my hand that I broke the window out. And they would say, you know, they would say, sir, you know, we're under arrest for, you know, breaking and entering burglary. And if I would say to them before they Mirandize me or after they Mirandize me, if I said, yeah, I did it. I, I, I saw that new stereo sitting in the window, and I just had to have it, so I just took my sledgehammer out of my trunk of my car, and I just broke right through. Okay, I'm guilty, because I just admitted it. So why is that any different? But if I wrapped it, yeah, I was driving down the street and saw that window, had to go in and get that stereo. Yeah, 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 it sounds so good in my car, in my hood. I love it. It's just, like, better than food. Okay, if I wrapped it, then it's not admissible. <laughs> 
you're right. You're not a rapper. <laughs> so if I if I rap it, it's it's not admissible. But if I say it, it's admissible, right? That's what you're saying. No, I'm not saying that. I think that if if you rap it, that it's admissible. But that's what they're trying to change, that you can't... I know they're trying to change it's like, that. It's like, I don't get it. I mean, you know, once again, if you say it, it's okay. But if you rap right, it, it's not okay. they're afraid that if they rap it and it's a it, it's it's viable, then they'll take the song off the air and they will have lost all that money. Is this a money thing? I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand. You know, there's so many it's things probably nowadays. probably a money thing. I don't Everything's a money thing. Hey, we got to go. Computer's going to grab me if I don't. Okay, well, grab away. Have a great day, everybody. Peace and I fly. 759.